Hey, AfterBuzzers and Oncers. Oh my gosh, episode 18 was epic. We found out who the Guardian was. We got a fun dynamic duo we want to break down for you. And the verdict is in. We find out who Lucy's real parents are. We can't wait to break it all down for you, so stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Here we go again. I really want to learn ballet so I can just <laughs> jam to this song. It'll never get old. It'll really never get old. This fun little little arm thing that we do. It's makes creepy, so magical. But it's magical. Guys, welcome back to another recap here at AfterBuzz TV. It's just the two of us tonight. We are down Carolina and Lanisha. We miss them terribly, but I've got the lovely Steph Sabra with me. What's going on? What's up, you guys? I know we miss them, but I'm, ex- I'm excited to get some one-on-one time with Allie. Yeah. And guys, hey, it's Allie Nasty here, and I can't wait to bring you all of the fun, dirty... Guardian gossip. <laughs> I wish the only thing is, I wish Carolina was here because she was wrong. Oh. And we're going to totally pick on her next time. Oh my God, you guys. I want you to troll the comments after this video and let Carolina know she took an L tonight. <laughs> All right, and guys, we love her so much. We love Carolina, but oh, yeah. it's, we just have a funny, ongoing joke because she has been so determined that Lucy's the guardian, and she's usually always right. Yeah, she's our fact checker, our character corner gal. She's always right about these things, but unfortunately, tonight she was wrong. <laughs> but overall thoughts: What were you thinking about this episode? I thought it was a great episode. It was probably my favorite in terms of um, going back to the Enchanted Forest uh, backstory and then with this new story we've seen like you've mentioned before which was a really good point that we have like the parallel of um, times mm-hmm. and kind of same stories and same lessons being learned but in a different way so I really loved it and it was I needed Alice's story like this I, I was sick of waiting for me to get the good The good, good of Alice. Totally. And I really cannot wait to get into her storyline because it makes the voices make so much more Mm -hmm. sense about everything and why she was a little, quote unquote, air quote, crazy. Um, But yeah, I was super excited. This episode really pushed the plot along. And obviously, we only have a couple episodes left. And and it's just really exciting to kind of get the wheels turning on everybody's motives. We're figuring out everything that's going down. And I cannot wait to see where this ends up. Oh my gosh, I know. I'm like, now I kind of have to... I always kind of thought Alice might be it. We both thought that, but I I didn't know... It's changing the way I'm thinking about the rest of the season. Right. No, definitely. Well, let's just dive right into Alice being the guardian. So we find out the reason that she's having all these crazy voices is because she's the guardian and she constantly is, is trying to guard the sword, the dagger. That's her main purpose. Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was understanding. Yeah, I think it's a mixture. I think that she possesses a power that we don't understand Mm -hmm. in Rumpel. I've never even heard him speak of someone so highly as he did of Alice, which was really interesting. I really do want to know the extent of what she's capable of. But yeah, she's been guarding this for Rumpel. And you can see Weaver in real time being really upset at himself, rightly so. But it's crazy to see the kind of connection they built in the Enchanted Forest. Right. And that they were friends almost. Because there was something that I actually wrote down that they basically fought for each other. Because we see the, the the parallel between them where... Alice feels like the need to help Rumpel only because she thinks it's going to help her heart and help with her being able to be reunited with her dad. And they go to Dr. Facilier and she pulls out the heart. 
I, okay, so let's get this straight. For the reason that she had to pull out the heart was because if she was able to do that, that pr- and not crush it, that proved to Rumpel that she was the guardian, right? Because if she would have crushed it, then it would have proved his theory wrong. I think I, well, that's a great question for the chat. Uh, but I was, I thought that he was. Um, becoming more like that old rumple that we saw where he really like you know you saw he started getting scaly again and wanted made her think that the only way she could trick or she could cure her father was to take someone else's heart Mm -hmm. and that in turn that would take out dr facilier for him Oh. What, you guys... Yeah, talk- help us out, because I really wanted to talk to and hear what other people's thoughts were, because that's a great point right there. And then I was just trying to figure out, oh, is he trying to test her to figure out? Because I feel like he did a test with with Anna, Anastasia. Like, he kind of was trying to figure out if she was the true guardian, he let her go. My other big question, though, is, okay, so if he let Anna go, right, and he's like, whatever, I've got another guardian in my in my back pocket, we see in this episode that he doesn't, he basically essentially lets Alice go from taking the dagger from him because he knows internally that would turn her into the dark one. Mm-hmm. And so, Oh, sorry. What are people no, in the No, ch- Ivan just said Weaver was te- testing Alice in the past. And Ivan also brought up a good point that Alice needs to stop taking her pills so that she can be fully awake. So it, I wasn't sure if she was still taking her pills, you guys. I mean, it makes sense, but who's providing her with the pills? I think she stopped. I think 100% she stopped because the only person that was giving them to her was... Um, the uh, da, 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 da. Lady T. Yeah, Lady T was giving her the pills. So I think that that's totally out of the picture. And I think the reason she's having these blackout sessions, like when she ends up places, is because if she's technically the guardian and that's supposed to be, you know, the power of all and in a very good way, a very light type of magic, I think that the reason she showed up at some of these crime scenes is because she's there to protect the people, mm. but then she can't mm. protect them. Look at Allie go. And I'm, you were right. I Well, according to Ivan, he was testing Alice because okay. the Guardian... And Wouldn't kill. That makes sense now that I'm thinking about it. The Guardian does have to be the purest of heart. And that is the ultimate test when you have a loved one on the line and you're still not willing to do that. So kudos to Allie. Kudos to Ivan Soto. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Yeah. Well, and I just... It was all just... I was watching this by myself and I'm thinking, oh, oh, question, question. <laughs> I can't wait to bring these all up. Because also, too, when he... When they're in the shrine of Bell, basically, and the Guardian is to is the only one that can get rid of the sword, I thought that when Bell back in um, that the realm where time goes really fast or slow, I can't remember what they were. Yeah, I forget um, what that. But when they basically, really nice, yeah, when <laughs> Bell was when Bell was um, basically passing away, she said that he the only way to get rid of it was the Guardian. I was under the impression that if he if the Guardian was the only one that could destroy the the sword. So what happens to the guardian mm. if it if they possess? Because I thought that's what she was doing. I thought Alice was was just getting rid of it. I didn't realize that she would then become the dark one. 
Same, because it seemed different. Um, I mean, the last time we kind of saw the transfer of the sword was with, or the dagger was with when it was Rumple back in the first season. So I don't remember exactly how it transferred, but I feel the exact same way. When I was watching it happen, I was like, dang, she's really powerful. Like, what the heck is she doing? I thought she was literally destroying it. So when he stopped her, I was like, oh, like, he just doesn't want to lose the power. that's what I thought, too. But we were wrong? I think we were wrong because I think he was scared to let Alice like become evil and he started feeling bad because when Belle was talking to him when she was about to either destroy the dagger or become the dark one Belle was in his head saying don't basically don't do this unless you have all of your great intentions at heart don't come after me kind of thing that's what he was saying. So I think when he was hearing Belle come back in his head and giving him that kind of like the angel good side, mm. he was like, wow, here I am again, sacrificing somebody else for my own happy ending. I can't do that anymore. And I think that's what stopped him. But I still, I would love to know, guys, I need help here. I think if, that's right. If Was Alice going to destroy it or would she become the dark one? Please let us know in the chats. If you guys are listening on our podcast, we've got this amazing live chat with a bunch of fans that, that give us some great great information and help us kind of let the wheels turn on that one yeah um but it was a very Allison Rumpel heavy story which like we said is very exciting because one we all really want to figure out how this heart can be cured because I want Hook and Alice to be able to be a family again um but then also we the whole storyline we've been wondering how Rumpel's been going about trying to get Belle back and we haven't seen any progress so this was a good one. Yeah, which is his whole purpose of being in this realm. Right. I really loved um, seeing... Because I was confused. I'm like, how is he going to get it? Yeah. I have no idea. And who is he going to choose? And so it's interesting that he's probably, other than Regina, the smartest one in terms of masterminding his plans. So I think there's obvious reasons to him still being... Like, I think he does have a true love for Alice, and that's grown, a.k.a. Tilly. So I I just want to know what his plans are. Like, he seems desperate, and he was his most desperate we've seen all season this episode. But I just, I don't know how he's going to get rid of it without making it someone else's burden for life. Right. But someone did in the chat say that they recall them saying that it can be destroyed somehow. Yeah, and that's what I thought. I thought the Guardian was the only one to destroy it. And that's why I'm like, okay, if if Alice is in the middle of destroying it, I thought what you thought, Steph, with if he he just was scared to lose that power. But then it was the bell voice in my head that was like, oh, well, then maybe he just doesn't want to sacrifice mm-hmm. somebody. Maybe a sacrifice has to be made. So I don't know. I That'll definitely be the day when we figure out what all this really means. Yeah. Um, because I feel like I was really racking my brain trying to figure it out, and I couldn't. But also, too, in, in the real world, in present-day Hyperion Heights, we're kind of seeing, okay, well – He's clearly using Tilly to his, his advantage to be a friend and to be able to wake him up and all this stuff. But also, if his whole thing is to not sacrifice somebody and try to be the better person finally, he basically sacrificed Henry's life by using the rest of the powder. So both of these stories don't add up. Yeah, but he did know that. You could see the shame in his face when he did realize, like, it's been Tilly all along guarding this. Right. And he just did something so wrong. 
which is against everything that he was planning against. And someone mentioned it in the beginning that there was two Star Wars references. And I was thinking about this episode, like, very Star Wars-y, very Anakin Skywalker, scared of the future, fears the future, yeah. and makes these horrible decisions. Right. Well, and he'd made many of those tonight. But yeah, actually, now that I think about it, maybe you are right. Maybe even whatever Bell was saying, maybe that was him fighting it, but then he was like, no, like, oh my gosh, this is probably what was happening. Give it. This Okay, so Bell was in his mind, right? And he's watching the dagger be crushed, be destroyed. And then he's realizing, I'm not ready to give it up yet. And even though I love Bell, I'm not ready to go to her yet. I still need this power. So he keeps it. And that's kind of a good, like, that's kind of the resemblance of what happened in mm. the present day Hyperion Heights. Because he uses that powder, right? And he's like, even though this will save my grandson, just like, even though I can save Bell. The dagger means more to me. And so I think you're right. I think that the dagger is still... Rumpel cares more about the dagger than he cares about anybody else. Yeah, is what I, it comes think, down to. I kind of agree with that. I think that Rumpel's biggest issue is thinking that he can somehow do it all. So he's dabbling in it all and thinking that it can work out in the end. Like, oh, Henry will find a way. Right. Like, I still love him. Like, I still want him to, like, be alive. But this right now is the most important thing. He just doesn't know how to. You don't know how to plan, Weaver. No. <laughs> he definitely, definitely doesn't know how to plan. Um, well, let's get. Now that we're kind of on the Weaver train, we'll jump back to Allison. Robin's relationship obviously but let's get into you know how um Weaver and Dr. Facilier are kind of that weird relationship and how Prince Naveen kind of gets cornered into telling the truth and Weaver's like what are you doing Mm -hmm. and then he kind of realizes that oh this guy's awake because he knows there's a more of a power so now that there I feel like Prince Naveen and Weaver could be in cahoots now Right? I I don't know if I'm, like, just this season is harder for me to figure out, but Dr. Facilier and Weaver Gold's um, relationship, and uh, we know what Prince Naveen kind of has, what Dr. Facilier has on Prince Naveen. I don't understand the complexity of Dr. Facilier and Weaver uh, Gold's relationship. I don't get why... I I just I think it's because Doctor Facilier's motives are still not totally decided. Right. But I'm confused. I just they can I don't know where it's going to go at all. That section. Right. Because what we know is that obviously Doctor Facilier wants the dagger, but we're also confused with does he actually love Ronnie? You know, that's where my confusion lies right now. Because it's like, what do you want more, the dagger or Ronnie? Mm. You can't. You can basically only have one. My thing, I don't know, I have this, even though I think Dr. Facilier is crazy and maybe he is like this crazy bad guy, but in the end, what is he going to do with the dagger? Does he want to become the Dark One or is he the only way that kind of knows a way to destroy it once and for all? I doubt that he's that noble that would want to destroy it. That would really surprise me and be like the most awesome thing ever. Right. Because, uh, but I... I just don't, like I said, I feel like he is way more powerful than we are even thinking. Because even Prince Naveen gave us a little hint that he's like, you have no idea. What he's capable of. And he still, well, he still needs magic from somewhere else to be able to perform what he did, which we'll talk about. But I, I think we'll get to, I think next episode will really lead up to more information on him. That's true. And I think it's because we, 
he's kind of one of those characters that we we saw him in a movie before, but we don't know anything else besides that one movie where there's been other, we've had so many seasons of other characters to kind of see where they, the direction they could take. So with him, it's really a mystery because we have no idea where this could really lead. And clearly he has, he has this grander plan because he's killing people that are in his way. So I don't know. But didn't take the dagger and was honest about that to Regina. So Ronnie. maybe he really does love Ronnie. I, I, I would. Yeah. I mean, for sure. But also I don't like do voodoo and right. kill people with needles. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. And let's just talk about that. Is that so obviously everybody's starting to wake up whether they like it or not. And we saw a prime. What? What? Except for Henry yeah, except and for Rogers. Yeah, except Henry and Rogers. But everybody's getting these ideas of, okay, this is kind of happening. Weird stuff's going on. There's this higher power that we don't understand. And that all kind of went down when they found out that Jack died without, like, it was a weird situation going on. From the inside, he was stabbed with one puncture to the heart from the inside. That's what the... The, I don't know, what's that called? The results? The, the doctor note? I don't know. The scrub results. I clearly don't watch enough medical medical shows to, like, know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is obviously everybody's like, well, how did that happen? There's no blood. There's no sign of anything. So that kind of gets their heads turning as well. Which also, can we just take a pause for a moment? Like, pause this. Where's Mother Gothel? She's not dead yet. She hasn't closed out her story. Oh, yeah. So, we still have so that episode that... The Emma. crazy one. Yeah. Yeah. To figure out her whole backstory. It has to be next episode because I think these next few episodes do have to bring in the dark sort of players that we have right now, which right. is Mother Gothel, Dr. Facilier. And Weaver. They're all kind of fighting over this dagger. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. It's all just, it's confusing because you have people that want the dagger, but then you don't know if Rumpel really... I want to, if you guys know, does, does anybody in the chat know, like, know, knowing whether or not Rumpel tried to save Alice or get rid of the dagger? That is my biggest question. It's it's really confusing me right yeah, now. I don't it. understand. <laughs> I just want to know that question, and I feel like that could really a few that people could really help. Um, in terms of Doctor Facilier, uh, Warren Walker said, I think Facilier wants to be the dark one and wants Regina to be evil again. But I don't know what his end game could even be with that story, right. which is interesting that like, obviously he is turned on by Regina's uh, Ronnie's more like evil side. Right. So I can see that being, being um, a play in it. But yeah, Drew is warning us that he isn't a good guy though. And he told Rogers to his face that you have no idea what you're messing with. Right. And he's kind of, he's his little puppet right now and he has nothing, he has no way to control it. And he was even in the crime scene, which is crazy. That's scary. Really scary. I know. We just have to like set aside like normal legal procedures in yeah. the show because a lot of things have swooped by Rogers. Li- seriously so many things roger's just like do 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 what's going on i have no idea and also like how unethical is it when legitimately henry just says well i'm the one that helped you find jack in the first place let me go to the crime scene and take a piece of the evidence like how crazy obviously it was a huge piece and i'm really glad he got it because i thought for some reason jack's jack would have like shredded it or 
like burned it or something afterwards. Well, clearly I mean, he didn't have time to do that, but yeah, and he he was manipulative and had sort of a mastermind, but he wasn't that smart. Like we saw, he left his entire diary of annotated killing notes just in for, a locker, some yeah. random place where he had one of his instances. Yeah, he wasn't the smartest. No, I'm still thinking. It's so funny. I still constantly think that, like, random people are going to come back from the dead, like, and they're just going to pop up and be like, just kidding. Like, I wasn't here. Like, Hansel, like, just randomly will be once back. upon a time. I mean, I, even though his, like, heart was punctured and they said he was dead, I feel like for some reason Dr. Facilia can bring him back and use him as, like, a puppet to do stuff. Creepy. So creepy. Yeah. I don't really know. Which also is kind of creepy is the whole, like, Henry and Jacinda finding out. This is kind of a big deal. They find out. That they're Lucy's parents, but have no idea have how no, this happened. No recollection recollection of sexual intercourse, <laughs> and all of a sudden you have a living, breathing child who has told y'all that he is his her daddy. Like this is a weird, crazy concept. <laughs> it's getting blown over really casually, but it's not casual. It's at not all. casual at all. This whole this whole time, poor Lucy has been harping to them. You are my dad. You are my mom. You were Cinderella and Henry. Like you guys. Like all the things that are in the story. It is your life. It is everything that you that that is you. That you. I'm your child. What a crazy, mind blowing thing that they have all of a sudden found this piece of paper that says, biologically, you are the father. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Mari, you are the father. What is that? What was that show? Mori, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was that show. He announced his own Mori show. It was crazy. Uh, They, yeah, we do. Kanye told us we have to listen to the kids. We should have been listening to Lucy this whole time. She has the, a total understanding of what's happening. And uh, I, that will be really crazy to see because the episode ended right after that, right? That was the final scene. So uh, I'm really, I want to know how that's going to open up because that's weird. Really weird. Especially Jacinda. Like, from Jacinda's (laughs) standpoint, like, she just raised this child, literally birthed this child, and now it's finding out that somehow it wasn't the father she thought for nine years. also crazy this, like, this is even crazier. Not only is the dad somebody different that she didn't even know, like, four months ago, or however long the timeline on on is this, I can't even speak, whatever, the timeline, she doesn't understand, then the guy that she originally thought was the father turns out to be a serial killer. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, this poor lady has been through so much turmoil. And then, finally, after, you know, wanting to finally be with Henry, then we have Lucy jumping in the middle of them and saying, you can't kiss anymore. You know, like, what a crazy concept of what's going on in her mind. I know, because Jacinda's like, this is my daughter. I've raised her my whole, uh, this whole existence of what I can remember, but... This changes everything. I, I just don't know how they're going to normalize. I feel like this means that next episode, like, they have to wake up. And I think Henry is not woken up at all. But he's starting to realize, like, maybe Jack had a point. Like, maybe something of his crazy statements were true. Now with this Dr. Facilier thing, he knows that he was killed with a needle. Jack was killed with a needle. Like, something's... It's just got to turn. Totally. And but what's even crazier is the fact that this this curse is so deep that nothing is jiggering these these characters' memories to wake up. 
which is mind blowing because every time in a in a um a curse before this, there's been instances where people have slowly but surely woken up. But so far, we only have a couple of people that were almost. It seems like they've been awake for like a while you know there's been no new prospects of just waking up randomly and we don't even really know if alice is awake yet which i don't think she is no she's not no she's not because she would there's no way she wouldn't take advantage of having rogers there that's true that's so true and that part of the curse being broken which that's definitely a happier lighter side of the story which is really fun and um you know it's also very fun and helps you learn and grow in all areas of your life we've got the perfect podcast for you conversations with maria menuno's podcast edition is hosted by our afterbuzz tv founder and drops every friday on itunes conversations with maria menuno's features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life from health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and so much more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos. And guys, it's free. Just be sure to rate and comment and let Maria know that the ones or girls are the ones that brought you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition. Go check it out. And guess what? You will hear our lovely lady Steph Sabra on this week's podcast. So that is very exciting. Do you want to talk about who did you interview today? Oh, uh, well, I also cover the the HBO show Barry, which is an awesome show if you guys are into that kind of dark comedy. Uh, And Paula Newsom, which is one of the main characters, was there. And she'll also be back at the Afterbus Studios next Monday. So it was awesome. I mean, Maria, there's so much to learn from her. It's such a good... It's such a great podcast. Like, we all are TV junkies, and it's, like, the one podcast I kind of am like, yes, okay, outside yeah. of TV film world, let's get it. It's so fun, and she legitimately is amazing in all aspects of her life. So please go download it, and it's so much fun. It's such an easy listen. Pop in the earbuds when you're going shopping. It's like you got your friends with you. <laughs> so go download it right now. And, of course, because I love Lady Steph's bras on this week's as well. Thank you, thank you. I follow after my very own Disney princess, Ali. <laughs> I got my queen, yeah. queen witch, queen witch. Um, speaking of witches and all things, Zelina's family. We've got Robin and Alice hot and heavy, and it was really fun. We wanted to see how they kind of, their relationship blossomed, and we really got to see that this episode. Yes, I loved it. I um, I was kind of concerned about, like, their non uh past realm type of relationship because their lines were getting kind of awkward but they really were adorable and I really love how they've used Alice as kind of like a vehicle to talk about people struggling with like emotional issues or depression or like fighting different voices in your head so to speak and having someone like Robin be like I'm not gonna get tired of that like it's okay like we're not perfect and I I like I like legitimately love that like that was one of the few times in this show because it's so like light and stuff where I'm like that's a really this is a deep relationship it totally is and they both have like you just mentioned it, they have so many struggles that they've gone through and so many complexes. But Robin has there, been there to be like, 
calm down. I'm going to be there for you even if you run away from me in the middle of a date, you know? It's a little alarming and upsetting. (laughs) And she's obviously like, I thought you didn't like me. But then they're able to work it out, which sometimes in TV shows it's a little hard to see relationships like that communicate so quickly after having something drastic happen. They usually wait, you know, an episode or two before they're they're talking with their friends first before they talk to their significant Mm -hmm. other. So I thought that was really nice and I like how they're really letting this grow and you can see the immediate connection and you can really see how they are there and for each other and love each other. They're so freaking cute. They're really cute. Do you guys like them? Is this your favorite couple? Because this is my favorite couple. I think of the it's season. fun. I want to see them get married. <laughs> yeah. What if that's how Storybrooke ends or whatever? It's like the Guardian gets married. Yes. That would be amazing. I would love that. That would be so much fun. I'm just, I guess I'm just really confused about Alice and the whole Guardians thing. Because if she has this grander power, I'm sorry, I'm jumping off. I'm jumping no, off. No, it's ship important. Really quick. I think yeah. she's very complex, and she even brings up Wonderland and her travels there. So I think we will get more, and we do need more. Right, but also what's crazy is if she's the guardian, how is it so easy to poison her heart? Well, I guess it's poison. It's not magic. Like you can't help poison. Yeah. Oh, how did? Because you know how the Mother Gothel poisons their hearts, mm-hmm. so then she can't be around Nook. But Rogers, Nook, <laughs> I like Nook. Nook is fun. Um, so I don't know. I guess that's just where I'm confused because if she has this like all power, like holier, like huge power, how is she not able to? I guess she doesn't know what she's capable of. So someone needs to help her out. It would be really great if maybe they somehow transferred the dagger to Mother Gothel and then destroyed them both at the same time. That would be amazing. That is your prediction. That is a, that it would be. That would but make sense. But I feel like almost. the moment she grabs that power, it'll be like Hades has just taken over. Well, not the old Hades we know in this show, who I did oh, true. love. <laughs> Which wait, really quick. Speaking of all that, I actually for a second forgot about their son, Belle and and um, Rumpel's son. Oh yeah, because he's apparently in college now. So he's he was, traveling. Yeah, he's traveling, and it's just crazy because he's legitimately had two lives Mm -hmm. because he doesn't remember anything from Gideon is that right yes Gideon Gideon. I looked it up (laughs) (laughs) no thanks thanks Jeff yeah Gideon he like has had a whole other life he used to be evil as all get out yeah so I don't know I mean I guess this show shows you that anybody has a chance for redemption they were saying Roger's heart is is, is poisoned poison. on Alice. Yeah, That's we, true. Yeah, we, okay, thanks, guys. Thanks for keeping me we on knew that. the straight and narrow. I knew it. I just, I'm, I guess they're both poisoned to stay away from each other. Yeah, so. I mean, but, it is, it's a, it's a lose-lose. Right. And did, when um, Rumpel was kind of making Alice destroy slash take over the sword, we don't know yet, did he let her know that she's the guardian? Like, does she know she has this crazy power? I don't think he debriefed her on the extent yeah. of the power. Because someone needs to give the girl a hint saying, you are the guardian, this is what you're capable of. But he did say, I, I've been searching for someone like you and I haven't, basically said I haven't met someone this powerful that can That's hold true. this ability like, except for you. That's so true. I think they do. I think that's giving us a backstory that he has kind of given her that idea. I don't think she knows the extent of what darkness can take over, like right, and how easy and fast. Yeah, because we kind of saw that with Emma Swan last season. How kind of kind fast. of. Yeah, I mean that was scary. I didn't like seeing Emma Swan like that. No, I, I, like I will not remember her as Dark Swan. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Um, man, yeah, so much, so much really did happen. I'm really glad we kind of got these these 
progressions towards the answers of what we've been searching for this whole season. And I'm really, I was on the edge of my seat ready for next week's episode after mm-hmm. seeing Jacinda and Henry look at each other like, whoa, we got a baby. Yes. The results are in. Yeah. I'm the I can't wait. Like, that was like a crazy, that was like the most climactic ending where I'm like, you can't end here. Yeah. What are you doing? I was not ready for it. And then you hear like the, the end credits and I'm like, no, <laughs> I have to wait a whole other week. How are we going to feel when it's over? I'm going to cry so hard. We'll be core. really sad, you guys. I'm going to be so depressed. I don't like it. We won't talk about it. We still have a couple episodes before that happens. Um, but I think that kind of covers the whole episode. Do you have any last thoughts stuff? No. I think that pretty much yeah. covers it. Thanks for letting us, you know, go through, kind of put the pieces together. And if you guys have anything, any answers, please comment. Because I want to know about this whole guardian sword thing. I want to know if Rumpel meant for her to destroy it or take it over. I'm still a little iffy there. Maybe I missed something and I'm sorry about it. Yeah, definitely comment. Yeah. After you like the video, if yeah. you like the video. And subscribe on iTunes. We do this as a podcast as well. If you're listening on um, YouTube, you can download it and just listen to it in your car and it's easy, fun. And once it's downloaded, I think it's just like a, a song. So you don't have to like, oh, it won't goes get directly buffer. to your iTunes yeah. podcast. Yeah. So make sure. And then just like, you know, while you're there, you might as well rate and, and give us a thumbs up and let us know what you want to hear every week until the season's over, which is really depressing. Um, but with that being said, let's get into the dynamic duo of this week's episode. Oh. All right. We actually decided we both have different dynamic duos this week. I was saying Alice and Rumpel because they actually kind of both helped each other out. And it was a really interesting dynamic. And I also had to remind myself that they've hung out before. They went to Wonderland together. They've done a lot of things that we just haven't seen yet. Or or was it, did they mention that they used to hang out in Wonderland when he came to ask for help? Like, Wonderland happened before she was settled in the Enchanted Forest. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's, I think that they have a lot of history and it's going to be really interesting to see how this friendship grows and the fact that this is the one time we've kind of seen Rumpel really save somebody Mm -hmm. else this drastically where he is about to kind of win, you know, he kind of came out on top. Um, so I thought that that was pretty pretty dynamic of them. Yeah, I I respect your decision. I think they're a really cute relationship, and Rumple needs someone, like, as sweet and pure as Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have to go with Alice and Robin, a.k.a. Tilly and Margot. Um, they are just... They really moved me. They were so, like I said, they brought up really serious subjects in a really cute and um, smart way. It was just written really well. And I just think they have genuine chemistry and they're really dang cute. And I'm shipping the heck out of them. Yes, I love that stuff. I When you when you brought that up, I'm like, duh. Why did I think that in the first place? But I had to like stand behind the Allison Rumpel relationship. Because I it's thought pivotal. it was. Yeah, I thought it was crazy to see this be such a, a a really harsh connection considering the fact that obviously the crocodile and Hook have such bad history. So it's really interesting to see that Hook's daughter would be one that would be the closest with the crocodile. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. have a, a friendship, which is really interesting. 
Um, but yeah, I, this episode was so great. And guys, thank you so much every week for joining and commenting and chatting. I would love for Steph, if there's someone in the chat that's been super active tonight, I would love to give them a shout out because you guys deserve it. And we're so appreciative of everything that you guys say, all your thoughts. We really take them to heart. I do read the comments. Someone helped me out last week by saying it's, um, Perilla, per, Peria, and I'm really sorry I said Perilla. I'm I'm really sorry. Um, you helped me out there. Um, uh, thank well, you, guys. Well, yeah, Ivan Soto's done. Oh, yes. Of the week. I love this jam. I do too. Okay, I, speaking of corrections, Ivan Soto's done a lot of good corrections. Um, I think he's uh, taking us a little too literally, but I appreciate your corrections. I actually really do love it, Ivan. <laughs> thank you for always being here every week. We also have um, Crockett Meow, love the name. Ooh, um, fun. And Rebecca war hero 99 we have a bunch of people in the chat right now you guys are really awesome uh we love when you join adam morales shout out warren walker thank you guys for joining us yes thank you and please join us every week and like i said send us your predictions it's really fun to see the different theories that you guys have because it kind of makes me start well not second guessing but thinking whoa i need to think of this in a different way back up let's see what's going on (laughs) here but speaking of predictions let's get into them Alrighty, stuff. Take it away. Okay. Well, I kind of try to like see what the next title is and get an idea. Next title is Flower Child, so I have zero idea what that really. Really? Yeah. I, I think that has to do with Mother Gothel. Flower Child, oh, right? Because nature. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay. If it's Mother Gothel's episode, I'm going to flip. I've been waiting for this episode ever since she Same. said it. Um, I'm so excited about that. But just initial predictions, what I think. I I think uh, Henry and Jacinda have to make some sort of movement forward. Regina has to find a different way to uh, cure Henry from this curse, um, the results of it. And I do think it is time for Mother Gothel to come back and kind of seeing what she's been doing this whole time that uh, this whole Jack witch killer right. backstory has been going on. Because it is weird that she kind of just disappeared during a huge pivotal moment of the witch killer, the one that's been killing everybody that we thought she was kind of egging on to do mm-hmm. is gone now. And out she's of the picture. plotting. She's totally plotting. I'm really interested. Uh, my predictions is that... Oh, man. I kind of have this weird feeling, and I know we've been constantly reminded that Dr. Facilier is actually terrible, but I, for some reason, feel like he'd be the one to destroy this curse. Like, he has some sort of weird goodness about him that maybe he won't necessarily destroy the curse or destroy the dagger in ways that are conventional, but he's going to do it in a way that's going to help him maybe be with Regina. You know, like, maybe he's kind of secretly doing this all for Regina, so it seems nice and cute, but it's, like, in the most manipulative, crazy way possible. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. I just feel like he has too many weird, like, he's going to help out in more ways than we expect, because right now, we're kind of lost with what Weaver's going. Ronnie doesn't really know where to go. He's the only one with any power that could really progress progress and get them out of the Hyperion Heights. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm going with that. We'll see what happens, and I cannot wait to break it all down. Yeah, it's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) We're going on a roller coaster. I can't wait to chat about it next week with you guys. But in the meantime, where can they find you on social media stuff? I just realized we only have two episodes left. I'm freaking out. Wait, is it really two episodes? I believe so. 
I know, I think there's more. I think there's more. It's only 18. I think there's 23, right? I don't know. I just am looking at the. I just. I'm caught off guard. If that's the case, I'm sorry if I announced it. I just saw like only to episode 20. I'm freaking out. I'm so Sobrado. Sorry if that's a mistake. Um, gotcha. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sebsabraw. You control me for making that mistake if it's a mistake. <laughs> hey guys, Ali Nasta here. Find me on Twitter at Ali Nasta and on Instagram at Ali Girl. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.